0: Today on our show, we are wrapping up our coverage of 2023 with a fun episode where we count down the dumbest moments of of that
1: year. That's right. It's going to be fun. It's going to be anal. Let's go, Polly. Welcome to episode 458 of the Countdown Podcast. We're going to be a little newscastery on this episode, just for a lark. What do you say, Paulie? I My see. name is Wayne. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> exactly like the news. Perfect. Exactly.
0: My name is Paul. Welcome to the podcast. We count down stuff in order of awesome, so you don't have to today. News, specifically dumb news. News that came out in 2023, events that took place where we were like, if that shit actually happened. That moment actually really took place. So yes. we're acting like a news broadcast, but technically it's the dumbest moments of 2023.
1: Exactly. And I will say this um, it's hard when I pick what's dumb because it's a little bit subjective. Of so course. So, some of mine is like bizarre. bizarre. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, fine. yeah so it's that yeah, kind it's of fine.
0: thing. I pick stuff that's going to make people slap their forehead slash, groan in anguish or be like, really? It's kind of where I came at it yeah, from. I'm going to go with that too. But you. no one will mentions, I just got the 10. I was surprised that the last year we did this, it was a lot easier. It seemed like 15, 16, really obvious. And this time I was scratching a little bit, I was say. For I had ten. like a
1: bunch of things that happened, but I'm like, that's not really interesting to talk about. It's just kind of stupid that it happened. For example, Jordan Peterson posted this uh, video of um, dudes in China with things on their dicks and said, oh my God, it's a, it's, it's a Chinese sperm milking factory. What are they doing there? Turns out it's actually a porno <laughs> that, he, that he thought was something else and he sent it out.
0: I'm like, isn't this akin to when Charlie Sheen watched uh, an infamous series of films? I can't remember what they're called now. Yeah. <laughs> Guinea pig, something or other, and he thought it was real torture. He was watching a snuff film and it reported it to the CIA or whoever it was. Oh, and really? Had to investigate it. So,
1: oh, I've heard of that. Was it a fake snuff film? It was all. Fa-
0: it was a fake film. Oh, yeah.
1: good. Yeah. All right. Well, that's nice.
0: Back in the eighties, I think it was. Yeah, all I movie.
1: think I seem to remember something like that. So, it's talking about that kind of thing. For that kind of thing, that would Weird be a dumb shit. We're just having fun here
0: today. Exactly that we are. All right then. So Wayne, I'll lead us away straight into it. No. <laughs> yeah, just bouncing on this in, week. Man. I want to thank again Jason from the Binge Movies podcast coming on last week. It was our most downloaded first day in a long time. The the Jason Factor, everyone. Jason Factor. Get him on. He's a great guest, as you will have heard. So thank you again, sir. My number 10 goes back to, I think it was May, and specifically May 1st of 2023. There's a little show called the Met Gala, which creates a stir most every year because people go so far over the top. Celebrities, actors, singers, all the like to get up, dressed up in the most extravagant and spectacular ways. And sometimes it looks amazing. Sometimes it looks absolutely horrendous. And and what
1: could you be talking about? From a guy
0: who does not follow fashion or understand it at all. I'm talking about when the cockroach that was on the (laughs) carpet became an overnight sensation. Really? Oh, my God. How did I
1: miss this? What happened?
0: (laughs) A cockroach crawled across the red carpet at the Met Gala and a photographer tried in vain to stomp on it as it ran around in between his legs. So the internet just embraced the fuck out of this cockroach.
1: <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I'm surprised the animal activist
0: groups didn't chuck yeah, a shit about it. became an absolute sensation with many declaring it the moment of the night. Uh, oh
1: my God, I want to see it. <laughs> instead
0: of the slew of celebrities dressed in ridiculous, I think, is it Carl Lagerfield? Or, yeah, all these is, designers. He who died, so it was all about him and, and his style. But anyway, eventually, those same celebrants of the cockroach were first forced, I should say, to mourn when fate eventually did catch up to the cockroach and Variety itself posted a tweet <laughs> with a picture of it smooshed on the carpet <laughs> saying with deep sadness that we must report the Met Gala cockroach was stepped on. Hashtag RIP.
1: <laughs> you know what? I saw a, a video of the... I think it was the Met Gala. Who's the guy who played Morbius? Lawrence Fishburne? No, Morbius... Oh, the, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Sorry. Um, he walked past Morpheus. your favorite... Yeah. <laughs> Mobius, yes. He walked past your favorite Anne Hathaway, who was on the catwalk oh, getting photographed, but he was in a cat outfit. And I mean, an actual cat outfit where the helmet was 10 times bigger than his head. It was actually a really great cat outfit, mm-hmm. but he took the head off and she was like, oh, it's Jared. The Still would look
0: better than Anne Hathaway's for sure. No, it wasn't.
1: She's <laughs> gorgeous, fool, you freak.
0: Right, <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for w 10
1: Okay. I know we usually do news articles, but I thought I would sneak this one in here. Uh, number 10, my, one of the dumbest things that happened this year is that I had a date with an insane woman. <laughs> Now, I have many issues with this choice. I know you would, but this is like the rest of my things are actually well known The least news of them being
0: that no one else could have known about this except you and the insane It doesn't doing. mean
1: it wasn't the dumbest thing that happened. One of the dumbest things that happened in 2023, Paul. Let so me tell Wayne you about adding himself.
0: Here's my second reason why this is, a, <laughs> this is a poor choice. Why? Happens
1: every fucking year. Fuck <laughs> you. Not like this, Paul. Not like this. And let me tell you, folks, what happened, okay? Now, there is a full, if you're not- Picture it. Picture it. There's a full recounting of this on our Patreon. If you're interested at all, hit our Patreon, okay? But long story short, I had this weird date. Like, it was a Tinder date. It was earlier on in the year. And this woman was like... She was kind of unusual, shall we say, in the rhetoric that she was talking. But on her profile, she said, I have a famous ex. You'll have to be very... You'll have to be very uh, confident about us to, to, to continue whatever. To deal with this. To deal with this, right? So we had back and forth. And like long story short, I was like, this woman's a bit nuts. She keeps telling me about all these famous directors that she knows. And she keeps dropping names. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, you know what? I am going to go out with her. So we had one date. It was in Bumfuck, Idaho. And it was <laughs> just very far from my house. Um, and we do, li- <laughs> we do live close to the city. Yeah, this is uh, close to another city, shall we say. So we go there and she says, basically, here's what I got out of her in the night. Okay. One, she knows Metallica because her sister used to be friends with some other band that they opened for. She was uh, asked by Hugh Hefner to be a playboy model at the age of 17. So she left. She's from, she's a Geordie. She's from like the east of England or whatever. And she went there. But her famous ex, ladies and gentlemen, is Marky Mark. Oh, you're giving that away for free. Okay. Yeah, fuck it. Marky Mark Wahlberg, ladies and gentlemen. She is had a long-term relationship with him, supposedly. And not only has he been obsessed with her for the last 30 years, but he routinely leaves his home wife and children in LA and his career to come all the way down to a place in Western Australia called Joondalup. What? To no. Break into her house when she what? comes home. What? No. Absolutely. And just turns up randomly. And I said, "Wait, is he here now?" She's like, "He could be in the bushes." Did, did she not us.
0: also suggest that her son is his son?
1: Yes. Sorry. How what? could I forget? No. She shows me a picture of her fucking like kid who looks sort of a little bit like Marky Mark in one picture when he was a similar age. He no longer looks like Marky Mark. Long story short, Paul, the psychiatrist, said to me... Psychologist. Sorry. The shrink... It's not like we've known each other for long. <laughs> Shut up, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Paul said to me there are three um, potential reasons why this happened. One, let's say it might be real. It's not, right? Because we've debunked all of her fucking yeah, bullshit. Yeah, right? long. She, I've never had someone lie to me directly to my face over coffee. All right? Oh, no I think
0: that's absolutely a, a false statement. I'm sure you have had many lies told to you over coffee. That's probably true. It's not so blatant and over the top.
1: Because I'm sitting there going, am I am, am I getting punked? This is weird. <laughs> 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 like it's just so big lies I couldn't believe someone was telling to me. <laughs> Two she is lying to try and impress me. Yep. Right? Because she draws so many names. She knows Quentin Tarantino by the way, you know, all that of course kind she of thing. And Kurt Cobain. And blah, blah, blah. And then three is Paul said she's actually probably delusional and does in fact believe it's this Ill. thing. It could be a germ of truth to these things, but in fact, it's lies. Anyway, I was like, damn, that's crazy. And um, yeah, it was just the dumbest thing ever because I've never had this happen to me before. So not many you people go. have. Yeah, it's really, really weird and, and you know, like I said, it's on our, if, join our Patreon if you want to hear the full long story. But that's number ten for me. <laughs> all right, there you go. Um slightly
0: more entertaining than a cockroach being squished. I will acknowledge See, we're all about value here, Paul. Well, apparently my number nine is uh, has one thing in, in line with your number ten way and that it's it's about a date. Oh. It's about a date that went A-ry. raucously wrong. Go on. For one Republican senator. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Bobert. This is so much higher on my list. Okay, <laughs> so she goes out to see the musical Beetlejuice. One, I did not know there was a, mi- a musical of Beetlejuice. It's quite
1: the toast of uh, Broadway.
0: She was picked up for and booted out for allegedly vaping through the show. Now, as you can imagine, the article that I'm reading or quoting from here calls her the far-right provocateur. Yes, she's very far-right. Colorado <laughs> Republican. She and the male companion were removed following the intermission and fellow theatre-goers said the congresswoman had been vaping, singing and generally causing a disturbance, quote-unquote, before she was booted from the show. And it shows her exchanging words with the staff, flipping off a theatre employee while being escorted out of the building. Exactly who you want to be leading you and representing you in Congress, I am sure. Are you missing the best part? Oh, I wanted to <coughs> leave the best part for you because it's higher list. Go for uh, it. Okay,
1: fine. She jerked him off. And... <laughs>
0: Look. I'm not sure that is actually true Okay, what she did his was His hands were all over her, her breasts Yes 100% She reaches into his crotch region You can't see what's going on But she's certainly giving him a, a vigorous rub
1: Yes, she's giving him a, a, a hand shandy We call it over here Okay <laughs> The it. <U-quot. laughs>
0: <laughs> I've never once referred to it in my life As a hand shandy Really? Many times to
1: me um, So it's uh, also shandy is when you mix lemonade with beer It's a long story Anyway
0: It's, it's a good drink
1: weight is well for me ha Anyway, her, her whole thing was she said she fell short of values because this whole thing was caught on video, okay? And it's just so weird. What was the, the best thing about this is that it was a first date. This is like a first. That was a first date, a first date Holy my friend. Shit, he, she moves faster than you do. She does. <laughs> and this. You would expect him to maybe jump, but she's like, what's up? Let's get some dick. Let's get some titty. Let's get some vape. Let's get some drunk. Let's just scream up. And let's do it in public, in front of people. Because what could go wrong? What could go wrong? You're only a public figure who has, by the way, eschewed, like, you know, like like a typical righty, you know, any kind of, like, um, free love kind of, you know, she's completely far right and very conservative. So therefore, all about marriage. Edit. All about marriage. All, oh, I think she's particularly... particularly are you s-
0: saying... Someone on the far right is hypocritical way uh-huh I can't imagine <laughs> I right? It like, right any further
1: she absolutely I think she really is known for actually being against like you know gay rights and things like that Fuck or me. anything yeah. like yeah so it's all bullshit but it's just so great to see that. Maybe some of you Americans tell us. I'm not sure where she is now. If she's still in office, like
0: I think she still is. I don't remember her being fired. For yeah, this.
1: yeah. No, I think it's actually like she, she's still around. So ludicrous, absolutely ludicrous. I'm um, interested
0: to see how high it goes on us list, Wayne. watch your number
1: nine? My number nine is something that just kind of shocked me. Now, this is actually a little bit sad, but I think it's bizarre. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner got run over by his own snowplow. Have plow. to be careful here. Really?
0: Yeah. Okay. Because I was called out <laughs> during the week as a reminder of the joke I made at Jeremy Renner's expense. Really? Yeah, and many (laughs) episodes ago on the podcast.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, I can't remember, but like, what got me... This is, again, this is horrible that this happened, but to me, it's really, really weird because you've got Hawkeye, and he's famous as hell, and apparently he was doing something very nice. This is the dumbest moment, though. Are you suggesting this is a dumb moment? Bizarre. More bizarre than dumb, Mm. like I said at the beginning, Paul. And by the way, this is a very hard fucking countdown to right because <laughs> to say something is dumb one person's dumb is someone else's heartfelt bollocks you know what I'm saying well, So, so definitely in the, in the congresswoman's case <laughs> in this case yes in this she was th- feeling some heartfelt
0: bollocks <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of show you've dialed into too
1: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen um, but yes no, sometimes is,
0: Wayne walks right into them as well as anyone else
1: well I think if you if you were to Hard say heartfelt to, to bollocks I mean <laughs> Yeah, there's Sorry, a lot of requests. Up. There's a lot of requests. But my whole point was that, yeah, the Avengers star Jimmy Renner found himself in an ICU with more than 30 broken bones after being crushed by his own 14,000-pound snow pal, And he was apparently helping someone, but like, I think if you asked him, it was like, how the fuck did this happen? It would be kind of dumb, but obviously tragic <laughs> as hell, right? I mean, um, that's just me trying to fit Paul's, you know, narrative here. Um, <laughs> you take the heat off me. Keep going, please. <laughs> there you go, Paul. Now, um, he has after... This is the good thing about this is that he, you know, he's now after 10 months, he actually shows himself running up and down. Uh, his driveway and kind of like, that, that, that I
0: am. No matter how dumb it was that moment, I'm glad that he's, he's recovered.
1: I really like Jeremy Manor. I really like Hawkeye, okay? Fuck everyone. I love Hawkeye. I know he's the only guy with no powers, but he's like bullseye. He's got mad skills. That's kind of better, wouldn't you say? Word. And he's, I think, on the mend now. I really hope I see another Hawkeye appearance by Jeremy Manor. Yeah, I'm the only guy saying that. No, I don't I care. You are. I think people like him. <laughs> but, but apparently like he was about to die. Like
0: It was real bad. Yeah, that's awful. That part. I mean, it would be no funny. It wouldn't be funny if he had died. It, look, I get it. I
1: yeah. wouldn't have been like Moving yeah, on, <laughs> moving on. Move on. There you go, Polly. What Ultimate about your number? He's
0: also in the world of entertainment, Wayne. And it's the Scream franchise completely and utterly imploding through the latter months of 2023. Right at the end, in fact, I think it was sort of late November, early December. One of the final girls, Melissa Barrera. She was kicked off the upcoming film Scream 7 due to her pro-Palestinian posts Really? about the Israel-Hamas war. She sent an Instagram story post and in it she said Gaza is currently being treated like a concentration camp, concerning everyone together with nowhere to go, no electricity, no wo- water, no, concerning, cornering everyone together, sorry. People learn nothing our histories and just like our histories, people are still silently watching what happened. This is genocide and ethnic cleansing mm. in a November, the November 21st statement. Spyglass Media group who are responsible for the Scream movie said... Uh, we don't stand. We don't allow for anti-Semitism or the incitement of hate of any kind. And she's gone. They so fired they kicked her off because of they the Twitter of that. Whether you believe it or not, in an unrelated, apparently decision, Jenna Ortega, the other sister from Scream yeah. Five oh, and yeah. Six, said, "I'm not coming back to do Scream Seven because I have to shoot Wednesday." Okay. So they've lost their two stars. Oh. In one foul swoop, the director who'd been appointed to replace the Radio sil- Silence guys who did the last two. Scream films and then stepped aside. They were happy to finish it there. Christopher Landon, he then went, you know what? Fuck all this, and he left the project as well. So Scream Seven is currently directorless, starless, and is going to have to be completely rebooted again. It is dead in the water as we speak, and it is completely and utterly blown up. So,
1: so the dumb thing are like a a series of stupid decisions. How do you take
0: those two films made bank? Scream Five, Scream Six made absolute bank. Are of people are rolling like yeah. the money in because of people like me yep. and they've lost their stars and the director and it's nowhere. It's going to re- have to be retilled from the ground up and now it feels a bit like, to be honest, because people are so angry at the way that they've handled all this. Fuck this whole... Franchise? Franchise. That's what they're saying. At the I'm sure, give it a two, three years, four years and no one comes out people will flock back to it but for now, Scream is dead in the water. It's completely dumb that this was allowed to happen.
1: Do you imagine all the um, investors who are like, yo... This last screen movie did bank. Let's, let's throw in some money for this next one. Cool. And then all this weird shit starts mm-hmm. happening. All of a sudden, it's dead. Like, movies fall over all the time. But it's a weird thing, though. That
0: it had not even gone into production, as far as I understand. So, that was still the writing phase. But they had appointed a director and they had stars. I'm not sure how the contracts work and all this stuff. But I imagine if you put a lot of money into it, you might have lost some. But you wouldn't have lost everything.
1: Uh, word of like a kind of a question really so this whole thing started with them having uh, objections to that actress's yep, pro-Palestine stance yep. but they called her anti-semitic yeah she never said that no i don't think she said that in that because statement if you're, at all because if you're anti-israel yes they're jews but aren't palestinians also jews don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, that I, you've stepped out my, my <laughs> okay, own Yeah, I don't know. Like, I people do not saying the like, wrong No reason, you idiot, and geopolitical dickhead. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's. She's from
0: a... I ra- I think she's got a background in the Middle East herself.
1: My ex-girlfriend is from the Middle East as well, and yes. is wildly pro-Palestine. Yeah. Well, um, if you're from so that region, I get it. Yeah, she she told me stories where I'm like, holy shit, I would be too. So you know. You know,
0: I've got a grandmother or had a grandmother. She passed away, who was a nurse in World War II wow. for the Germans. She's a German woman, and she told. Stories about some of the atrocities the Allies committed. The reality is, in war, no one does good shit.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So it's just hard to take a side. Oh, God. Anyway. Wow, that's horrible. Uh, hopefully this is slightly more... <laughs> yeah.
0: But look, but but it was such... Like, how do you get such a successful franchise, run it into the ground, and stop it completely? Here's how. Dumb.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. Who knows what the kickoff was? Is Jenna Ortega the... She was the lead in the last one?
0: Well, sort of. Her and... and because she was one of the sisters? Yeah, the two sisters. Yeah, yeah. okay. all yeah. right, okay. Carpenter sisters, I think. I can't remember what their name was in Man, the, in the I film. Think you you know, they survived both those yeah. films. General Ortega was the one who got stabbed about 18 times. Oh, that one, yeah, yeah. And I had her arm in a sling yep, at the end of yep. the film.
1: I <laughs> you know what? It's not such a bad thing. <laughs> I know it wasn't your fave. Yeah. Okay. Paul, do you remember uh, earlier on, summer number eight, this year there was a uh, a spy balloon. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the Chin- supposedly Chinese spy balloon floated across the U.S. And the idea was that this spy balloon, I didn't actually know this until I looked into it. Spy balloon apparently was massive. Like, it was as big as they say here. The, the payload was as big as a jumbo jet. The whole thing it, altogether was as tall as the Statue of Liberty. It was wow. a big, big spy balloon, right? And the U.S. officials said, hey, it's potentially carrying... And the Chinese like, no one will notice it. Well, th- That's one thing that's dumb about <laughs> this, right? Because apparently this was the only one. There's one spotted over Canada. There's one... Sp- they're around, Okay. Now, the US goes, okay, was well potentially carrying explosives and hazardous materials. Materials. So, it shot the fuck out of it. So, they went, yep, let's shoot the cunt. All right. So, they fucking waited till it went over, like, the Huron River or something and said, all right, let's take it out. First of all, he missed with his first missile. Right? <laughs> And then he second one got it out. And first, also, it's a missile. If
0: a person don't succeed, what? try, try again. Why
1: don't you shoot it with bullets, man? Know. You know, anyway, so anyway, that happens. It goes down. So they go, okay. So Biden's like- all, The
0: it blows up in the air and then the the debris rains down rather than- I see, I see where you're going it with Falling to the ground and then blowing up. Well,
1: what happened after that, Paul? Was it if it was like, a bomb, which it wasn't. Which it was not. They actually, it fell into the river and they had this big sort of like a few months long kind of re- rescue effort to say, okay, what's going on here? You know, there's a lot of like uh, it was basically what they call a UFO, and well, they finally have found it. They've looked at all these things about it. The, the you know the Secretary of Defense told senators about it during the sort of early Feb. And long story short, it's nothing dangerous. <laughs> was it Chinese in origin? The Chinese. A uh, government said that it was just a weather balloon, which has nothing, you know, it's that like kind just of floated over the Just floated place. over the USF. I'm like, that that is a bit weird. Okay, so why did it do that? They said they just went, went astray or whatever. But they, he's actually said, we believe that it did not collect while it, any information while it was transiting the United States or flying over the US. And certainly the efforts that we made contributed to it not doing that. So they're not saying it wasn't dangerous. They're saying we shot it down in time. But no one really knows what the hell it was because now you've just dis- you've, you've heard nothing about it. It's just like... It's not. It's not a spy balloon. All there right. you go. Yeah, there you go. Kind of dumb.
0: Okay. My <laughs> number seven: Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Again, mm. I'm pretty sure I had their on this last year.
1: What have they done now, Paul? Well, well, this year, rather.
0: The world remains fascinated by these absolute leeches of airtime, and I'm doing it. I'm contributing to the problem here. I want to fully acknowledge that. Yeah, by, yeah But by that's what we do. Say that's this. what we do here. They're so famous with their efforts to be fuckwits that South Park have taken a massive shot of them when they created an episode. Entirely built around them called the Worldwide Privacy Tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the, the so called Prince of Canada and his wife, who had been bashing the monarchy, go on a book tour to promote his memoir and to demand privacy. <laughs> yeah. This is so that, that's funny enough. And then they move to house across the road from the Pro- Profloskis and make lots of noise. And Kyle complains and they're like, shut up, you're violating our privacy. Now that's funny and dumb enough. But then in May 2023, the king was coronated, became the king. Yep. And neither Harry nor Megan were present. But Mm. there was some guy in the audience sitting right next to the king or close to the king who had a skin complexion not dissimilar to Megan's and a big mop of white hair and this big white mustache. So, of course, the conspiracy theorists are like, that's Megan in disguise. What? (laughs) Really? I've not heard of this. Why? Why would she do that? Why, if she was coming, would she not just attend? And dress up very nicely and look regal and amazing and whatever else. But no, they never came. They did not attend. No one gives a fuck about this shit. But it eventually it got revealed to be a guy named Sir Charles Jenkins, who's <laughs> a 79,
1: Leroy Jenkins.
0: 79 year old composer. Here's what he had to say
1: My name is Sir Carl Jenkins. And understand there's been a lot of interest in me since I appeared up the coronation of King Charles III. I was there because I'd written some music, you know, or for service really. I was quite surprised that some people thought it was Meghan Markle in disguise. Mm. Someone wrote, "I was there, whether I was, was there to steal the crown jewels." <laughs> <laughs> I look this way all the time. I had in the dish, and this round my neck, which is uh, what they give people when they get a nightshirt. This was round my neck. Over which my tie came, and this was over the tie and a jacket. Oh, my moustache had been referred to in the in the Times as well, um, but I've had the moustache since I was eighteen years old. It was very trendy then, so that's me. So there you go. So it's a knight. Yeah. So
0: Sir Carl Jenkins, as I said, not Leroy Jenkins, as you tried to <laughs> tried to steal. <laughs> Um, Oh, that was fucking hilarious. Like, come on, people. Just let these people fuck off into obscurity. Let's not give them any more airtime. I promise, if they do stupid shit this year, I'm not going to do this again in 2025. I'm not going to give them any more airtime on this show.
1: Okay, fair enough. All right, nice. Okay, well, my number seven, Paul. Did you know that throughout 2023... There was an AI generated Seinfeld. Yes. That was Have you heard of this? There was an active show by a Twitch stream called Nothing Forever which plays AI generated content based on Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David's sitcom and I watched it, Paul. That might be the dumb thing. The uh, the real dumb thing is that it was massively popular. Everyone started watching this thing and when I watched it, it was shit.
0: Before we went on <laughs> Mike today and we started recording, Wayne we're talking about how when you spend time watching art that's shit, you get really upset about it. Now, as we get towards the second half of our life, yes, what the fuck are you doing?
1: Because I wasn't, because I didn't believe it was real. Paul, <laughs> yeah. I was sitting there so going. You watch
0: one minute of it, and then you go, "That's real." Move on.
1: Yeah, I watched about five minutes okay. to be fair, but it's still, I lost those five minutes. And so, um, the actual—if you, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's very vibrant. It's very blocky. Yeah, it's very, it looks
0: like Minecraft.
1: It looks like Minecraft, and everyone's walking. Around, and what the AI is doing is, it's trying to pick up kind of, I guess. A drab conversation and make it into a thing. Every now and then, it comes up with what sounds a bit like Seinfeld. But what kind of got me was that this thing had like just millions of of, of watchers. And I'm like, so what is it that makes things interesting on the internet now anymore? Now it doesn't even require an artist, Paul. Mm. It just requires fucking AI or some shit like that. And I've got a, a, lot, a few issues with AI and those sort of things. But yeah, I remember thinking that this is uh, kind of dumb and also bizarre. So you know, it's weird. It's weird. Have you ever used AI?
0: No, apart from to test run it, ChatGPT to write a job advertisement and see how well it did. How did it work out? Uh, it only took three iterations till it got it right.
1: Yeah, I tried ChatGPT as well to write a few things. I can comfortably say it cannot write as well as me. Yeah, fair enough. I don't think it
0: writes as well as me, but I'm, I wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't write a story, but it wrote a job advertisement just fine.
1: Yeah. Look, it probably has its place. We're just all scared because of yeah. Skynet. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And we should be, I feel. Yeah. I don't think that's a that's a no longer a conspiracy theories land. I think uh yeah. Most definitely. Anyway, my number six, this is probably the most serious one. I'm, uh, depending on the way you look at things on my list. Bud Light, Kid Rock, and Dylan Mulvaney.
1: That's my number five. Keep going, right, Paulie. So we're both <laughs> in
0: the same thing. So yep. the country rock performer was among those apparently triggered by the beer giant decision to partner with Dylan Mulvaney, a transgender activist and influencer. And here's what he said, which I, I'm not going to play the clip again. I could. I've got a link Don't. to you. Let me say something to all of you and be as clear as possible. Fuck Bud Light and fuck Anheuser-Busch, Bush, is the company that owns Bud Light. Mm-hmm. And then he went on to shoot cans of Bud Light with an assault-style rifle. Yep. This clip was viewed 50 million times. <sighs> now, I think that's bad enough, if I can clearly just say this. But then... Uh, and Hughes Bush effectively distancing themselves from Mulvaney is even dumber. So you're not going to stand by a decision because Kid Rock, not just because Kid Rock, because people were lashing out at it and then left this poor person all alone to deal with the criticism and the like prompting. So everyone's criticizing on all sides. You've got the fucking redneck people like Kid Rock criticizing. You've got the LGBTQIA plus population attacking now attacking back saying you've abandoned this poor person. How dare you? This was a shit show from beginning to end. And it's as dumb as it fucking comes.
1: Do you know what's really weird about this? It is. Yes, that's us agree. It's, it's dumb.
0: dumb to shoot your rifle over something like that. Just don't, if you really don't like it, don't drink the beer. It's as simple as that. That's how you fucking, and if you give a shit about it, if you love Bud Light and won't drink it because they let a, a transgender person advertise it, then you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. And third of all, if you're the company that employed a transgender person, the same as any fucking company who employs anybody, you have to stand by them and not distance yourself. There you go. That's my, I'm off my big. Fucking high horse now. So box, yeah,
1: no, it's it's good, but like, here's the thing, though. I, I, what I don't get, and I'm in, I'm kind of in this position. I'm in a marketing role, not not as big as those guys, but when you would you know have, much better than I. Well, when you when you adopt an influencer, or you or you hire someone to be your spokesperson, or whatever of those things, right? That is intrinsically a business arrangement. Yes, and I get that contracts have this, and if this happens, we fall out, yada yada yada. That's how you do it. But what's kind of we? I don't even know how to think about this. All right, but. When you're in a world that seems to be progressive, all right? You must
0: have known there will be backlash. You must have.
1: Well, maybe anyone who
0: didn't see that backlash coming doesn't deserve their job, and anyone who didn't plan to support the artists that they had employed doesn't deserve their job.
1: Well, here's the thing, though, right? Like you, you might argue that a brand like Bud Light is, you know, so widely enjoyed by probably, you know, they should know their target market. Just shit beer, by the way. I don't mind Bud Light. It's fucking shit. This is how I know. because like I, know I am sh- a
0: craft beer enthusiast. It's a yeah, shit Yeah, you'd
1: man. know. Yeah, because it's like drinking water, right? I was like, ding, oh, ding, ding, it's ding, ding. It's, ding. it's like, oh, this is great. So anyway, but yeah, I got drunk off it because in America- I'm amazed. Well, light, light, You must have had <laughs> 74 of them. No, no. Light beer in America is not low alcohol. It's low carb. Yes. So it's like, what? So anyway. Yeah, but anyway. It's, still, it's probably 4%. Oh, I got fucked. Right. Anyway, um, sorry. That aside though. like you, you <laughs> have, I also drank beer. Yes. That's a big deal. <laughs> Not that trip. Um, so, but like when he, you know, if you, if you, okay, so you, you become progressive as a company, you've missed the mark because, Wonderful. You, you know, all of a sudden 50 million people or whoever like really liked that video, the backlash was so big, it must've hit their bottom line. They must've been like, oh, we're no longer selling in fucking middle America. I don't know. Right. I actually wanted to myself, one, it's such an indictment on the world that there's that many yes. people. Two, what do you do as a company? You probably should stand by it, but now you're throwing good money after bad, so it's like a weird thing. But I think that ultimately, at the bottom of all this, right, you have to kind of give Bud Light some props for going, this was a risky move. Oh, it and starts, it went all the way through the top. Had they, followed, had they followed it through, I would give them props,
0: but they didn't. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for that person. Exactly. But like this is so weird. It's, it's just bizarre. All right, Wayne. Your number six. Uh,
1: my this, number this is a weird
0: episode, because we're, we're flirting with political topics, and we got to move on, so... If you think we haven't done it justice, we acknowledge that. I'm sorry.
1: My number six is the writer's strike.
0: Ah, I've got that higher on my list. Good. Now, there's a lot of things about the writer's strike, but particularly, it's, please for mine, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll take one aspect of it. So oh. you, you go. No, no, you you tell. Okay. Them.
1: Well, I'll just tell you what. What. So, long story short, is that the dumb thing about it is really that Hollywood took forever to give the writers something they needed. Pretty much what I was going to say. Right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. But let's talk about the actual terms of the strike. Right. Long story short, the writers were in a streaming kind of environment back in the day when you were a writer of the Cosby show, that's a bad example, but, um, (laughs) or something right you as the writer every time that show played on reruns you would get syndication and you get a little check right and some people get substantial checks some people get 2 dollars whatever the point is you would still get paid so you could make a living as a writer now in the streaming age there are no reruns as such there's only downloads or whatever mm-hmm. so writers get nothing, nothing. and it's, and it's actually if you live in LA which you would if you were a writer of these things uh, an average house in LA is 1.5 million, $2 Damn. million dollars 2 million you know american so you, us usd US, wow. baby and so it's hard to actually make a living. That that living That's
0: is approximately one quarter of Australia's gross domestic product.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So although house prices here are no fucking joke yeah. either, so that that profession is is about to die because you can't afford to be a writer anymore if you're getting paid like this. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. And also there was AI. as We were just talking about yep. you know that they want to make sure that you can't do this. So long story short, you can't.
0: The actors waiting because you can't use. Computer-generated AI, whatever else it is, and imagery to copy our likeness and use that in perpetuity. Yeah. So exactly. there's all those facets to it too.
1: Exactly. So now all of those things happen, and what happened was that the you know the Bob Iger was famously getting slammed for what he said that you guys should just get on with it kind of thing. you it know. It wasn't just Bob
0: Iger. There was there was I can't remember, it was an unnamed source. The guy from Paramount though is widely considered to be the person who said this, and this was a slightly lower level executive who leaked to Deadline. The end game is to allow things to drag on until union members start losing their apartments and losing
1: their houses. That's what sucks.
0: Once that quote went out there, now I don't know whether this was a leak or a deliberate moment from someone higher on up who made this up to create, but the public, if if there was anybody on the side of the studios, and I would find that very hard to believe... Yeah, just went, fuck you lot. And everybody just went straight over to the side of the writers writers and the actors in their strikes. Everyone.
1: Because it's so harsh to say, let them all fucking lose their homes first, then we'll see where they're at. They're just offering them up, right? And the deal that they finally struck with them, apparently the WGA is is happy with, but as they've often said, Jon Stewart said this, he said, you could have made that deal one day after the strike started, but you waited this long. And now...
0: Now, here's the the rub on this and why it's higher on my list. There's a personal stake in it now for us. We are about to come into the the period of time that's going to be most affected. Yep. TV shows that were going to come out in the first half of the year no longer are. Films that have been meant to be slated for 2024 have been pushed. Now, we already got June 2 pushed until Mm -hmm. like March this year. But there's a host of films that were way earlier in production that will now not come out to 2025. This And this dragged on for almost six months, I believe. Yeah.
1: And everyone's the like writers, fucking... Anyway. Yeah, but you know what? There's a really interesting aspect to this, which no one's talking about, which I found out. Do you remember Drew Carey, Paul? hmm Drew Carey is now the host of... Um, I think The Price is Right. Anyway, he's clearly done very well for himself because he said, here's how I'm supporting you, strikers. Anyone with a WGA, uh, WGA card... Can go into Bob's Big Boy in Burbank, which is where all the striking is happening. Anytime, as many times as you want, whatever you order is free. It's on me. Wow. Good on him. Yeah. And he actually, um, and they, they estimate he spent between 600K and $2 million. Good on him. Uh, that's astounding. Isn't that amazing? And he did it last time as well. He says, that's how I, I got to do this show. And I'm not part of the strike because I'm not a writer, but I support well, what, you guys.
0: Is he an actor though? As a host of a game show, are you an actor? I think. So he would have gone on
1: strike? a really good point. I don't I think he he may have attended the line every now and then, but he wasn't like this is a much bigger show of support than fucking turning up in a line. If oh that's yeah, me. 100%. Right. So I'm like, it's just a really cool thing that someone did and no one really mentioned it. Yeah, so nice. Thanks nice cool. point. that one out. My number five, Wayne,
0: yes. is when Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg tried to have a fight in June. <laughs> so Elon Musk <laughs> challenged Mark Zuckerberg to a cage fight, only for the meta boss to agree to do it. And then they went back and forth bickering online for months. Proving that you're never too rich or famous to be a fucking internet troll and a dickhead, and we knew that Musk and Zuckerberg were both dickheads in their own right. But here they are, squaring off and puffing their chests out, and ultimately fizzled out to the disappointment of everyone. Because had this actually happened, can you imagine? Can you imagine how many people would have paid money? That would have been the greatest fight, and it would have made the most money in Bro, the history of the universe.
1: I would have been all over that. I point. would have paid money to watch. I that. would. Have, I would have hosted a party. Okay. Yes. okay. Like they would have done pay-per-view great. bullshit on FoxTEL
0: or whatever else. We would have done a it live commentary. It would have commentary. sold the fucking rights <laughs> off the planet. It would have been the most. It would have been the most watched. It would have won fucking Emmys. It would have fu- well at least Nielsen ratings, whatever else. Unbelievable! What a shame then that they both had no fucking balls and it just fizzled. Well, out into nothing. Did
1: you see on Rogan, Elon Musk was talking about it, and he said that he he continues the challenge and actually went to Zuck's house, <laughs> and he said no one answered. And I'm like, what? And he he t- said, Zuckerberg said it's, it's time
0: to move on from the saga. In the last
1: the last article I
0: could find about it. But if anyway. you look
1: at the two of those guys, right, Elon's gonna win. Yeah, he's a bigger, he's player. a much bigger fellow, yeah. right? But like, although older, right, a fair bit older. Kick uh, him in the knee. Not mark. enough. Not enough. Kick him in the fucking knee. Yeah, what you'd have to do is just go throaty with him or something like that. Yeah. God damn, that would have been just great to watch. Incredible.
0: All right, what's uh, five for you? Was my six, which was the Bud Light disaster.
1: Uh yeah, uh, yes it was. All
0: right, so my number four, here's my personal ish one Wayne. It's not I went dating, it's the team I support in the NBA. The Detroit Pistons lose oh my God. twenty-eight fucking games in a row. Now I'm not a hardcore fan. I don't know every single player and watch every week and all the rest of so It's not like supporting Essendon here in the AFL. But I've supported Detroit since nineteen eighty-nine when the basketball boys of high school and I sort of formed our lines. Chicago, Detroit, one side, the other. I went on the Detroit side because I was a then Dennis Rodman fan, as you love to give me shit about, who eventually would go over to become a Chicago Bull. But at that point in time, played for Detroit. And Paul, his game in high was, school, Paul was all above His game Pistons. was my game. I was a rebounder. I didn't score many points, but I got a lot of rebounds. And, and you were a cross-dresser? Eventually, yeah, yeah, eventually yeah, but yeah, not yeah, in high sure, school. Sure, sure.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the worst losing streak, Wayne, in NBA history. They took it. 27 was the previous record. They took it with the 28th game in a row. They went from October 31st to December 31st without winning one fucking game. In fact, October 28th was when they last won. They were 2-1. and one. Then they were 2-29 and 29 before they finally beat the Raptors by two points on December 31st. They since won another game, so now they've improved their record to 4-38. and 38. Now, now all the attention turns to whether they will avoid the worst season in NBA history they need to get nine games of an eighty-two game season to equal ten to beat that, and there's only forty games left. How come? What happened? You know what makes it even dumber, Wayne? Yeah, is that they forked out a record amount of money for a coach, Monty Williams, seventy-eight point five million over t- six, sorry, years, six years. So at twelve, what's that? Thirteen shit. million a year, and this is what the result is. Money well spent clearly. But how, is he a well-known coach? Yeah, he coached uh, the Phoenix Suns, I think it was, I can't remember now. Anyway, he did very well up until last season where they they got bailed out in the semifinals. so they they let him go. Detroit swooped on him. And because I know nothing about sportball, tell me that uh what with the with the team he's got is it is like is, is no, it- They're underperforming. No team should be four and fucking 38. Yeah, they perfect. got Cade Cunningham among others and Cade Cunningham's only his second, can't remember, third season, but no team. The 2 and 19 at home. That is Beyond abysmal,
1: it's pure suck.
0: Yeah, so there you are, dumb as fuck, appointing that bloke clearly as coach.
1: Wow. Okay. Uh, well, my number four, yeah, is there's the obvious assassination of Prigozhin by Putin. By Putin. Do you remember this whole story? here? Oh yes. Okay. Right? Now this is what. Obviously, I'm not saying the war. The war is dumb, but it's more that it's tragical, right? Tragic, it's awful, right? But what happened? What I found bizarre, I guess, is that. You've got this um, Prigozhin guy who's a militant guy or whatever, and he's obviously a horrible man. And he's he, he, you know his he, his whole mercenary army are just horrible people. He basically kind of creates and, and does a coup against Putin, okay? And he like you know, occupies that 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 Russian city and so on, and makes sure people can't get through. Yada yada. All this sort of shit happens. The Wagner group they call everyone in the I whole file. World. yeah the whole world is like holy shit. What the fuck? What's going on here? You know and. It said, "Putin, you have to do something." Everyone's like, "You, you look like a pussy." This, that, whatever, and so on and so on. Okay, so eventually he backs off. There's some sort of arrangement. I'm not sure if it's an arrangement, but he's like, "Okay, now I'm in this other town." Now let's not talk about it. Do, 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 do. Dead. Ten minutes later, <laughs> his he was officially killed in a plane crash. Right, and there's people. Uh-huh. The people who say there was a trail or something that went up. Yeah, like a SAM, like a surface-to-air missile that took it out. He goes down. All of his like anyone in that plane obviously died as yeah. well. And which, is then, not, which is not funny. Not funny at all. But then Putin, he basically does <laughs> a fucking eulogy. I've actually seen him like talking, saying, he's talking in almost slightly fond terms. It's like, oh yeah, me and you know, whatever, you know. Um him, he we we didn't see eye to eye. He's actually talking like that about it. And I'm like, he's just literally propping his cock on the desk and just going, don't fuck with me, or you'll get killed. But not one person can actually call it an assassination, I guess. There must be something there. Well,
0: I mean, I think if you dig a little bit deeper, you'll understand that there's a whole heap of very rich Russians who have supported this war, who have either begun to speak out against it, or he just needs their money, who have died in tragic
1: acts. Oh, no, no. I'm sure this stuff happens all the time, but it was just such a weird thing. It's like any second now he's going to... Get killed, then he gets killed, and then it's like, I'll just give you a eulogy. Yeah. you know, he's just like flopping his dick and out. the Russian people
0: just go yeah, that makes sense.
1: Um, I uh, have some I oh actually, Paul, you probably know more Russian related people than me given your proclivities, what? but <laughs> we <we're- laughs> The age of fucking history, man. I, it doesn't mean I'm not gonna give a shit about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, like, someone who has got some Russian family, and she said that in um, I don't know where in Russia she was, but they actually uh, are so used to having sanctions put upon them, and it, like all of a sudden, oh, well, now there's there's none of these things that we can buy at the shops, and we can't do this. And that it's like just a way of life in Russia. Yeah. And I'm like, shit. It's just yeah. We don't. Know, I I don't know what the we was are that allowed there.
0: to buy twerking butts this week. Thank God. <laughs>
1: I think I've been priced out of the market just quietly. <laughs> the ruble's fallen. Anyway, there you are. Uh, that was my right. number. We're going to bounce right fallen. back to you. number three is where I
0: had the writers and actors strike and the cunting alliance of motion picture and television producers and how they handled it.
1: Oh, well, we're going to bounce back to you because number three is where I had Lauren Borbett's Jackson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my number two is Elon Musk again.
1: Oh, good. So it's <laughs> mine. Would I go have go. anything to
0: do with Twitter. Being it's renamed to X n- and then I running th- the fucker into the ground.
1: Yeah, what I call this was anything Elon Musk did this year. But let's let's, go, let's start with the X. Laying off
0: seventy five percent of staff, demanding people work longer hours, and making everyone able to be verified, making the whole verification process completely and utterly meaningless. X is now valued Wayne at less than half of what Musk paid for it. Now nineteen bill. billion after oh he paid forty four billion for it. That was about November that that estimation took place. Plus, it has that personal effect of. That's what we put all our effort into: grow the show's social media. We didn't do it in Facebook. We didn't do it in Instagram. We did it in fucking. You were the Twitter, Twitter. king, Paul. Fifteen thousand fucking followers we built to, and that means jack all these days. I just I barely even bother to post there anymore. It's so fucking idiotic. And that's why I got as high as one. It's, a, it's two. turned into a piece of shit wasteland oh. now, right? No
1: one fucking uses it. No one fucking people do use
0: it. it no one near as much, and no nowhere near as popular. Like okay, that's height. That was high. We could put a tweet out there, and and it would get 120 retweets, and because it didn't tell you the number of eyes across at that particular point in time. But that's when we were flying. That's when the show was at its absolute peak. So I, clearly, I te- it had an impact.
1: I take it we haven't paid for a blue tick. No, <laughs> no, we have not. Um, you know, this is what That's one end of the thing. The other end of this um, that I really took almost personal exception to, is that in a press conference, or, it wasn't a press conference, it was a thing, right? Where the interviewer is talking to Elon Musk. Now, I feel this personally because literally I'm the person he said, go fuck yourself to. Because he, okay? the, the interviewer said to him, you know, what do you think about, because the platform is underperforming, yada, 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 that you've got advertisers and the room was full of advertisers, right? Mm-hmm. He said, what do you think, what do you what do you say to those people uh, who are saying that we're going to, you know, disengage and not buy advertising from you? He says, Go fuck yourself, right? Literally those words, and then he repeats it like with shouting, like "Go fuck yourself." Are you gonna? And he's basically then saying, taking exception, saying like "Are you gonna like blackmail me with money and this and that?" No, fuck you. This that he's saying. I I advertise on platforms like this. Never Twitter because it's shit. Yeah. But but Meta for sure, YouTube for sure, Google for sure. All right. Well, there's one way to re- react to that. Ballsy, <laughs> stupid, but ballsy. It's just really. Uh, beggar's belief because like when you look at any publisher saying go fuck yourself people who pay literally yeah. my salary So, and this is on top of you know he bans remote work he said he fired half the staff yep. $80 he's doing that and then stopping the way that they could get money so it's like not only do you have it's to like work the ADLs Matrix on
0: revolution's winning, calling out good action as being fucking ridiculous and people going for that as stupid
1: yeah exactly right And so I'm just like so not only have you made them work more you've now taken away their their source of doing right, their job whatever
0: well, on the new one was whatever that was called right. Resurrection
1: Oh, yeah, that one's B-shit. And he also cancelled free food at his, at his place. <laughs> shit like that. Like, this is typical CEO shit. I've had new CEOs come in and go, right, no one gets the newspaper anymore. This yep. is back when we had yep. newspapers. I get you know, it. it's just to show people that he's doing stuff. So, yeah, he's a penis.
0: He is. <laughs> All right, Wayne. So, that's Alice. Shall we go back through them very quickly? My number 10. Cockroach steals a show at the Met Gala. Nine. Republican uh, Lauren Bobitz wrote Night Out. The Scream Pan franchise completely blowing itself up at number eight. Number seven, pretty much anything to do with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Number six, Bud Light, Kid Rock and Dylan Mulvaney. Number five, Musk and Zuckerberg almost having a fight. Number four, 28 losses in a row to the Detroit Pistons. Number three, the writer strike and the uh, Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television producers being cunts. Number two, Elon Musk renaming, just running Twitter into the ground. And my number one, of course, Wayne is a series of dumb moments involving one man named Donald Trump.
1: Also when the <laughs> It's
0: just such a no-brainer and I don't know where to start and I don't want to bang on about it too much because I know that a good proportion of our audience are Americans and therefore you have to assume that at least 51% of them are Republicans.
1: Uh, actually, Paul, I don't think so. No? I am think there's definitely a few and I'm not calling them out one way or the other. No. But I'm saying that if you look at the type of podcast we are... And I look at the, uh, the the comments we get and... The t- I t- hope you're right. I, I would say right. most of these folks lean a little I left. I guess I'm
0: trying not to offend people who are Republicans. But I'm sorry. When someone who is running for office has been not yeah arrested and is now being tried basically for treason... Yep. And been impeached how, twice during his... How election. are they able to run again for president? If I have too many fucking speeding fines, Wayne... I will not be allowed to register as a clinical psychologist with APRA. Yep.
1: How is that more police than running the free fucking world? I'll go one better for you, Paul. Please. If we get a DUI here, we can't even enter the states. (laughs) They'll actually turn you away. It is
0: stunning to me. Absolutely the dumbest fucking thing I've seen all year that this guy is still in the running, given everything that's not yet been confirmed, proven, denied, or otherwise. You know what? I know innocent until proven guilty. But you kind of have to take provisional status out of the race until one way or the other.
1: Well, it's but it, uh, but hasn't he also had a bunch of different shit like lo- like if they storing secret documents in his yeah fucking in his bathroom, fucking bathroom right like this that alone should be enough to in itself you're not a breach. fucking suitable for and the there's job. proof of that right so it's like I know the wheels of justice turn slow but what I was what this all boils down to in the end is that. This is literally the court of public opinion because the only reason he's still in the race, and you have still got like places like, you know, different states are saying, let's take him off the belt, let's take him off the belt,
0: let's go in the Supreme Court. Too late. Oh, because by the time they decide, well, wait, what is this too late shit?
1: He's either running or he's not. Yeah. And then the, but, and also the Supreme Court is full of people he installed. Yeah. So what, like, what a like, shock. What the
0: f- this, this, shit, whole, right? this whole system is
1: broken. It is completely fucked. So now I'm thinking to myself like... And not to come at it from a
0: place where our system is brilliant. It's not. i was just fuck too. It, but it's better than this. There's like, no way. This it, wouldn't happen here. There was no way if Anthony Albanese was running again for prime minister. He's like, he I like am everyone. All these things happened to him that Trump has been accused of. There's not a, a single... He wouldn't even bother because Australian people just go, fuck you. Yeah. To a person. And you
1: can't even bang around on your wife and stay in office if you look at our current state premier. (laughs) Yeah, well. You know, so it's like, (laughs) the weird thing is though, right? And this is ultimately where it comes down to, right? It comes down to votes, okay? And the only reason people aren't just shitting all over Trump and just going, get him out, get him out, is because they're afraid that the rednecks will come and shoot up the place again, kind of, right? And that's a legitimate concern, okay? Because it's like, they're the ones with the guns. Let's face it. And who, there's enough crazies out there to start attacking the FBI and shit like that. To actually, it's actually. A I realise
0: we're American. Uh, sorry, Australians talking about American politics. So that's all I'm going to say about it. Yeah, but let's it just say just this. stuns me, and I just shake my head. But I'm sure, like uh, most horror, of the most, most of the people we do talk to, yeah, are uh, uh, the same way. They go, "I can't uh, believe this uh, is uh, happening." Yep, yep, right? this, is, this is a
1: wasteland. This is hell on earth. What are the odds? Like Americans, tell us, because like you would think from a from a whatever, just international point of view. There's no chance he's going to be hired again. But he just won the landslide as the Republican candidate, I, right?
0: I made a note here that says, I would laugh at Americans say, you get the president you fucking deserve. If not for the fact he's going to drag potentially drag us all into a
1: War. World War three yep. hellish wasteland. Well, he's already said, I'm basically going to be a dictator on day one kind of thing. It's like, whatever. It's all about his own thing. So... It's for the left. It's really like huge. Like I can't believe no one, people are actually following this. Well, stop
0: fucking putting a bloke who can barely put together three sentences together without making a mistake as your primary nomination for demo. I don't understand
1: again. Well, apparently the numbers show that Biden has the best chance of beating him because <sighs> he beating him before.
0: Not if they had started organizing shit a long time ago and having a succession plan and getting their shit in order. I, I can't believe these are the two best applicants to run three hundred and thirty million people their country.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm really pissed that Bernie
0: didn't get up there. I, I like him. <laughs> anyway, that's my number one. It's also, your number one. Anything else you want to say about that one? No. Nope. And then run us back through a 10 3, one just to give that confirmation. Can
1: we skip that because I played jazz with the list all, <laughs> all-
0: <laughs> I'll give you a rough one, okay? Oh, Jesus Christ. Hang on, Ten. here we go. Let's see if I get if I can catch Wayne now as we oh, go. You
1: can, you can. Here we go. 10, Dated an Insane Woman. Yep, uh, that was definitely let's it. Yep. Yep. Uh, 9, Jeremy Renner and the Plow. Uh, 8, The Chinese Spy Balloon. Sounds about right. Yep. Okay, uh, let's keep going. 7 was A.I. Seinfeld. That was definitely mentioned. And then 6 was The Writer's Strike. hmm Oh, then 5 was Kid Rock's Bud Light thing. Yep. 4 was The Purgosian Assassination. 3 was Lauren Bovitz Jacking Off. hmm uh Two was Elon Musk, Elon Musk in general, Number and one. one was I the think you did
0: right. Okay, yeah. good, good. You go. there you That's go. Alice, what about yours? We wrap up every episode of the countdown with your feedback on the topic at hand. The segment that we call the Pop Ten. Talk, Talk about. about
1: Pop Ten.
0: Talk about
1: Pop, Pop
0: Kicking off this week's top ten with Tony Dobbish So sorry, it's very American, but since I work on Capitol Hill, Alice is pretty American. I'm skewing political. Yeah, I think you're fine, mate. Uh, faking a resume to become a congressman for eleven months, giving a hand job during the Beetle, Beetlejuice play, or <laughs> storing classifieds in a bathroom.
1: Yep. Very nice. Very nice.
0: Troy Spinner said Twitter becoming X and practically every other dumb thing the so-called genius musk has done with a platform this year. Mm. Excellently said. Timothy Williams said that the lake is hanging a championship banner up for the in-season tournament.
1: <laughs> what happened there? Open, open.
0: And, uh, Timothy, So they introduced this in-season tournament to keep teams interested who aren't even in the running in the middle of the season. Kind of like the FA Cup, but for the NBA. Okay. And the Lakers won it and then hung up a fucking...
1: I guess the it's not up. actually the... No. the, the okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Wow.
0: Number two, the team behind screen franchise firing Melissa Barrera and then losing General Ortega and the director Christopher Landon in the process. Oh, that's your one? Yep. It was. And number one, secret evasion. Enough said. <laughs> Piece of shit. Erica San Pedro said, Netflix think they've ended account sharing. I somehow still have access <laughs> Just the allergy there Erica Prince Harry's Oversharing in spare Haven't read it But the quotes and audiobook Excerpts from it Are hilarious And lastly Terry Sanderson Taking Gwyneth Paltrow to court Accusing her of causing A ski accident When he was the one Who recklessly skied into her So this prick I think he's an optometrist By trade Really? He, Ironically He skied straight into Gwyneth Paltrow And then tried to sue her For like a hundred million dollars Or some shit Even And she he- won Within two hours She fucking won the case and went over and whispered something in his ear, which he has said, she just said, have a happy life from here on out.
1: Uh, Because she's got that Goop website, and you can't be. yeah, okay.
0: I don't know. know. Mina Harker, aka Dan, said, number three, once again, for the third year running, Snyder fans. Number two, insert dumb Republican news story here. Well, we just covered that. Mm -hmm. And number one, the Quebec government giving themselves an instant 30% raise, offering the the police in excess of 20%, which was rejected, and then offering teachers 9% over five years, which led to a month-long strike. This fucking education system was already
1: shambles really mm. Canadian listener I Canadian think Canadian listener there, yeah, Dan Antoine
0: patron of the show said Donald Trump facing court for multiple court, sorry, for multiple lawsuits and felony charges across four states and still being able to run for president number one the opposition is so bad it's not out of the question that Trump could be president again god now over to David Power who had a very personal one here <laughs> and he said Billy Dunham his co-host of the We Watch The Thing podcast <laughs> giving fast f- 10 9 out of 10 does that count <laughs> Really, <laughs> really. So uh, Billy, let's talk. Billy, come on, Billy. Yeah. Billy on. is stuck by that all through the year. Good on him for having the courage of his behind his convictions. convictions. That's all I can say about that. And then lastly, last word goes to John, who's landed with one of the greatest comments I think we've ever had uh, as feedback. Another patient of the show. Number three: U.S. politics. Once upon a time, we voted for candidates. This election, more than past elections, gives us two of the worst candidates I have seen for a job that was once regarded as the most prestigious in the world. Mm. What's worse? The blame layer on us, the people, for what we have done to it. Number two, the Hollywood Actors' rise Strike. Look, I work on the management side of the world, and I saw how overreaching Hollywood was in this negotiation. Mm. And number one, how is this for a bingo card of stupid news topics? Putin. Check. Give Steven Seagal. Check. Russian Order of Friendship Award for his continued support of the Ukrainian invasion. Check after which Sigal declares that he has one million, say this in proper Dr. Evil voice, please, present Russian checkmate. What a dickhead. <laughs> Forgot about that. Oh, that was a wonderful, wonderful way to wrap up this episode of The Countdown. The dumbest moments of 2023, we have outlined them all for you, and some of them will continue to reverberate through 2024. Sadly, but hopefully not. That's it really from this episode it, today, four fifty-eight. Next week, Wayne, we're doing a musical episode, but we don't know what that musical episode is gonna be. That's right, we'll figure it or out. Or we're fl- flipping around doing the most anticipated films of the year. There's your next two episodes of the countdown, depending how things play out. Uh Wayne, how the good folk get in touch with us.
1: Google the Countdown Podcast, find our socials, our countdown listener communities, whatever. L- click that shit or hit the links in the notes. Uh give us an email at thecountdownpodcast at gmail.com or our website, thecountdownpodcast.com.
0: Follow us on Popman where we host this show and otherwise I think Wayne's covered it all. That's it from us today. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We've had some fun. Hopefully you've had a bit of a laugh amongst all the uh, serious, serious politicalness. Shit. It's an unusual show but you yeah. know we, we flip it up every now and, we'll, and then. We'll fix it up next week. Don't worry. My name is Paul. My name's Wayne. And this has been the soundboard for the state of the world as we know it. We'll catch you next time. See ya. See ya.